Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at No Clutch Nate. Oh, and, and I'm Cass. Uh, and I used to be on Twitter, but Twitter's kind of a cesspool now, so you mm-hmm. can follow me on Instagram, I guess, at DarkHeartedRose. <laughs> Excellent. You know, I I say all social media now because I really don't know. I, I kind of go through phases mm-hmm. on which social media I'm going to be on. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of put it all social media because I agree with you. Twitter is just isn't the same. It's a mess anymore. I, yeah. I try to keep up with it, and then I it's it's just awful. Mm-hmm. It's just awful. Um. So you know, wherever people can find me, you know, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to respond where I can. So. Um, but yes, uh, welcome, welcome to the show, Cass. It's great to have you yeah, on. Um, I joked about it the other day, but dueling genre has become like my own personal social media. Where like, y- there's so many shows going on, so many different alleyways of different geek fandoms, mm-hmm. and so like I get news from all different you know sources on on different franchises and stuff. So. I get to see what people are interested in. Mm-hmm. And so I you know there's just I I'm here to help promote doing genre and, and having you on board to talk about the shows that, that you're a part of and having all the other hosts like we just had Norman last week. Mm-hmm. Um and uh you know but I too love everything that's going on in doing genre. Just glad to be a part of it. Yeah. So Welcome aboard, Cass. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Um, and this is a very um, uh, pretty pretty neat set of minutes we got with with this week going forward. Very um, interesting yeah. week of minutes here. It'll be yeah. really fun to, to get into it. Um, uh, but yeah, what are we on today? Yeah, so today we're talking about minute one twenty six. It's still going to be the it's going to be the tail end of the battle that Justice League first had their first battle with uh, Steppenwolf. And so the minute's going to start with the Flash asking that with a question mark, uh, finishing up the minute that Norman had on Friday, uh, where the Flash is asking, who is that? Because a, a new Justice League member has entered uh, the film for this battle. And then the minute's going to end with the Nightcrawler crawling up the ventilation tower for the Metropolis project. So, uh, Cass, what is your, what's your, uh, how do you resonate with the... Snyder cut of Justice League. Um. Well, I rewatched it. Um. For, uh, this. Um. And I hadn't seen it since that first weekend where it, uh, premiered. Uh, on mm-hmm. HBO Max. Um. And initially, I wanted to try, uh, watching each part separately, like each part on a different day. Um. Nice. But. I got through, I think, the first three parts, and then I just watched the back half of the movie all in one sitting because I think the back half is better than the first half. Um, <laughs> uh, very, very cool. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not super into uh, Zack Snyder as a director uh, by rule of thumb, but I really, I like, I like most of this. Um, I like yeah, I like most of this this movie. Uh it's too long though. Like I know I know I'm <laughs> one course, to talk coming from like Lord of the Rings, but I <laughs> it's like too long. 
Yeah, no, that's totally fair. It's totally fair. It's totally valid. Um, do you now? You overall, you you enjoy this movie. Would you say you enjoy this movie more than some of Zack Snyder's other works, or more than his recent DC films as well? Um, I think yes. I I liked it better than um the Dawn of Justice uh okay. director's cut. Um, and I. Yeah, I, I, I think because I haven't seen like all of his movies, but I think this one was definitely the one I had the most fun during that I can remember. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, that, that that's what a lot of people have been wanting from these DC films is something a little bit more fun, like um, doesn't have to take itself so um, not realistically, but so politically where you can't enjoy superman or batman in a fun way whereas um uh dawn of justice was like a not a grounded take but it it was uh, a reflection of us and like putting the superheroes in in our world and and how how do we react to say the superman showing up in real life Mm -hmm. and so for a lot of people that's fun but it's always preference right like do i want to consider that realism or do i want to have fun with my superheroes on like fighting aliens and and like not having such political restraint for their actions right um and so this movie does that and and yes it can be a little too long we've talked about it as well we haven't gotten to the moments exactly where we think it should be cut but we are technically uh the film that we have today is pretty much a director's cut of uh the actual vision that he wanted so he wanted to do a three and a half hour movie and instead we have a four four hour movie so we have 30 minutes on top of it that uh honestly could and should have been (laughs) cut (laughs) so yeah but uh you know it's interesting you say you 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 prefer kind of like the later half of the movie is that because it gets into the the fun action beats and now you're kind of like having this thrill ride or is it yeah i think because once the once the team is together, um, like that is what I'm interested in. Like, I I don't really care for his take on like these these superhero like these superheroes are gods, uh, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like, I like when they have the the like interpersonal relationships and stuff, and like that's what. So like this this battle that you talked about last week is like one of my favorite scenes in the movie because I think it's just like it like showcases and introduces um like the power set and like we can see them kind of like learning how to work together Mm -hmm. Um, the group dynamic yeah 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 so like the group dynamic is is what I like about this like it's a superhero team up movie like it's (laughs) justice league I mean it's in the name yeah yeah they get to do their thing Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, DC characters in general, is that something you're interested in or do you feel like, um, you know, you relate more to, to, I mean, do you care more about DC heroes than maybe Marvel or is that like, do you have a preference on, on the two different ways of, of going about it um, cinematically? Cinematically, I prefer MCU, though I have like fallen off just because there's just, there's like so much of it oh, now. It's too much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like when I first started reading comics, it was DC. Um, like okay, yeah. Batman, and I'm like I really like Green Lantern. I read a lot of the Green Lantern run into Blackest Night. 
um, is when I started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, ages ago. Um, mm-hmm. But I like the the wacky space stuff about comics. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Yeah. That yeah. definitely fits in, especially, like, Marvel's Cosmos stuff. Like, mm-hmm. their celestial beings and everything. They got a real good handle on that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know. Definitely ball in their court kind of deal. Um, yeah. And it also, and like, it, really expands your mind, too. It's kind of, you yeah. know, like, it could be trippy. It could be really just, like, you know, thinking just outside our world, our solar system, our right. galaxy kind of thing. Just, like, the whole idea that another being, especially one with a power, could also exist in another world. You mm-hmm. know, that that's yeah. not just, you know, Tony Stark on Earth kind of thing. Right. But, but yeah, totally. Um a lot I agree with with what you just said. Honestly, really, really much yeah. so. It's, and um, and and that's what, uh, we love having your opinion on the show. First of all, like uh, ever since we started with Man of Steel, we've always wanted to have you know people with varying opinions about these movies and and accepting and welcoming all of them mm-hmm. because the internet is just so hostile. Oh, man. Whether you like something and in and the wrong you way, yeah, like yeah, yeah. complete your they, sentence. Tell me why you don't like yeah. something and why it affected you and and your position with these characters you know yeah. don't just say he didn't yeah. have underwear on like oh my god okay <laughs> and then people go insane Dang. over superman not yeah of course of course but um I-, I was gonna say with the green lantern thing it kind of plays into your love for lord of the rings because then space becomes a map of lore and all these different regions and sectors that the green lantern go through mm-hmm. so i feel like it-, it could also go into there as well and um Something else that reminded me of is is Aquaman's territory of all the seven seas and the different kingdoms and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I I like wacky space nonsense and I like fantasy politics. So like all of that sector of like comics, I'm like really into. <laughs> yes, of course. Perfect. Well, we have a certain character that we're going to be talking about later in the week. Mm-hmm. That character is not in, in this minute. So when we get to a minute with a certain character, I wanna, I really want to talk to you about that. It's kind of why <laughs> I had you on okay. this week because there's a certain character um, that I hear you really like. Yes. So I hope I'm not wrong in that in that <laughs> estimation. So, um, but yes, uh, let's talk about the the end of of this Justice League first battle. Um, right now, Aquaman has has joined the scene. He's he's stopping the the great wave that is coming from Gotham Harbor. And Batman and Flash are are limping back to the Nightcrawler. Um, anyone have any hot takes for for this first minute? Any any opening statements? Yeah, <laughs> and it's really it, it's not um, <laughs> it's nothing. Oh God, I'm gonna sound like a doofus. Um, the one thing that just like catches my eye. That's really what it is. It's things that catch your eye, especially when you're watching it at a minute by minute format. It's like, ah, caught my eye. Didn't want it to catch my eye, but it did. And now I hate it. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's Wonder Woman's jumping onto the Nightcrawler. And like, I, I, I don't know how to like stress this enough. I understand wire work. Like, I get it. I understand the capabilities of what humans do to depict those things in media. Okay. It's just like I can't there ha- there's there's there is better ways. There's ways to fix things, there's ways to do other stuff. There's 
visually pleasing things. There's ways to shoot something that you can get the same exact effect and then kind of flip it around and add it in to make it look like you're going upward. There's ways. I don't like it when it's like obvious wire working. um, And I don't know. It makes me sound like an idiot, right? Because like everything uses wire work. And it's like, okay, well, how do you get Superman to fly? It's like, no, I, that's not my gripe. It's not that. It's just like the little, it's the little things where like I can tell that person that is being pulled by the wires is being pulled by an outside force. It is not that human's body doing any work. And it's like when you put it under a microscope of a minute by minute, that's why I'm saying it caught my eye. And it's like, dang, I wish I didn't see that. Is um, it is it because she does the little extra leg dangly, like the extra movement of her legs? Maybe. maybe. Let me let me look <laughs> one more time. Hang on, it's about to happen right here. We're, we have it on loop, so um, we are watching it. Th- this was also my one of my first notes, and, and I'm glad you said it was. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm glad I asked if there was any hot takes because I do consider this a hot take. No, it's 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 her it's her it's the body language. Uh, okay. It really is like it's. I can tell that. Uh, it's like gravity just doesn't exist right there in that moment (laughs) like in your surrounding space (laughs) of this person gravity is not a thing and it's like you completely remove that element it's like well that's backwards because with i mean a jump is you're supposed to take all of gravity and you like you're supposed to do the opposite of removing it from the equation you know Mm. what i mean it's like ah mathematically and physically that just looks wrong me, You're saying you know? it looks like upper body strength is carrying her up and not like quads and hamstrings like pushing um, off the ground. Like that right. is another yeah, that's another That's what I'm trying to like I'm trying to find language. the reason why you think it looks yeah. uh yeah. uncanny. It is. It's it's just like it, it's because it is such an easy, you know, just a whoop. And I understand the the flying visual effects for these characters. Like but you... I'm not saying that every single time Wonder Woman jumps up as a super jump, it looks fake and looks. Stupid. Oh yeah, no, 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 I'm not saying that at all. You know, but it's just that one looks more obvious. The more you watch it minute by minute format, yeah. you're like you focus on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me and, ask you: yeah. when when you watch like Wuxia uh, films mm-hmm. and you see you know Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, perfect example. It's all white. So you don't like that? No, I love that. Oh come on, that so, is of that type of. Uh, like directing and and that's that was of that Angley was doing that because that well, that's the art physicality of, yes that yeah. art of and that physicality was what was available and that's what the picture was like that's what that is yeah um, and you know you can't compare uh those types of stunts to to this to, to this or even like another you know like even like 1970s Jackie Chan films where it's like, I'm, that's probably a bad example because he's actually doing the phys- the physical work. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, like uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's a great example. I But that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this, I just wish that there was a, there could have been a different shot that either removed the wires or just made it look more natural. You know, yeah. that's, I think that's really just what it is. Now, I, I did notice that, you know, the jump, it caught my eye. It was one of my notes. I wrote it as a positive thing. Like, I love seeing, you know, Wonder Woman as this super 
powered, you know, warrior that she can jump and like and does something superhuman, which is, you know, everyone else is climbing aboard the Nightcrawler. And then you have her as the third person simply jump and and rotate the body onto the Nightcrawler. You know, she's always done this entire battle. She's done some crazy superhuman stunts. Um, Cass, was this something you noticed as well? Did you was this something you were fixated on as well? Um, I not until not until Nathan uh, pointed it out. Um, I think Sorry. no, 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 no. It's fine. I mean, like that's that's literally like the podcast, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I uh, I know that they're supposed to be in like this tunnel or whatever, but this scene is so dark it's like honestly oh, yeah. like yeah. it's hard to tell like what's happening um which is my biggest note um yeah yeah and and, and this one uh earlier in the week when we were in the nightcrawler and stuff um there was you know there were moments with the wonder woman as in as in it was just gal gadot in in the suit and doing you know banging the the bracelets and um, the, the the rocket was illuminating the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nightcrawler had fell and it was like there was no dust or, or water CGI or anything like that. So uh, everything was a lot more settled and we can clearly see. But now that everything is so chaotic in this minute, mm-hmm. this is probably the most like smoky and watery. And, and these, you know, these lights are illuminated by by all that dust and stuff. And so, yeah, this is probably like it's it's very hard to see i mean we we talked uh either friday or thursday last week where we clearly saw um the flash has has his arm around batman and batman's like saying like oh we're under gotham harbor Mm -hmm. we need to get out of here but you can see we, we talked about the suit how how good the suit looks yeah and then in this minute they're drowned out by that light behind them mm-hmm. and you can barely see any detail in them so you're absolutely right Th- this is probably the most m- messy looking uh minute where you can't really see what's going on but i guess in all the chaos or maybe i don't know maybe you're not supposed to right. but yeah. unless this- it's supposed to be like an actual like this it uh, like really practical like oh yeah so the light source is only from the nightcrawler and zach like actually took that and was just like yeah no that's the only <laughs> light source okay maybe it's just it's like uh, all right man yeah. that's it you know <laughs> let's do it um but yeah it's completely lit differently than last week's minutes um th- they're closer to the light source from the nightcrawler now right you know? i don't know there's yeah. a lot of water coming down maybe there was a lot also a lot of fire and and gunshots and stuff happening that was kind of making it a little orange lit but um but yeah so i've been watching or i watched recently all of um um uh star trek picard and Mm -hmm. that third season is one of the most poorly lit things i have ever watched uh this this minute here is very uh, close to comparison where it's just like oh my god like you went a little too heavy-handed on the just the lighting like it's (laughs) i get that you're in space and stuff but dang I get that you're in a tunnel underground, but mm-hmm. dang, we're making a movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here in this minute, we're, you know, Batman has a dark palette on him. We're in a tunnel that's, you know, there's just steel and, and gravel. Um, the, the water is dark as well. 
Yeah. The night crawler is, is black metal, so it's and it's crawling up this tunnel. So everything already has this palette of being a dark color, mm-hmm. um, and, and the water doesn't help because obviously the water would it is, be dark. It is cutting out the the wall lights of this tunnel that I just saw. Is yeah. yeah, see, it is. So it's the water's fault, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not everything can look like the abyss from James Cameron where they where they focus on how to light in, in water. But um, yeah, and then, of course, they're climbing up and it still looks so dark and gray as they're trying to cl- climb to the top. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe there's like uh, some, uh, you know, the, the light is only up at the top of the tunnel now. So maybe there's like this, they need to get to the top of the tower where there is salvation from this flood that's coming in. So now they break all the lights and everything's getting dark and cloudy uh, and suffocating. So, but um, no, yeah, I, I, you know, going back to Wonder Woman jumping, that was like one of my first notes. I I love it again, huge. I'm always going to point out something that Diana does in this movie because I'm such a big fan. Um, And, and then of course, like she, you know, everyone's trying to hold on to this night crawler and she's like, I'm just going to stab right into it with the sword. And there's just something about that. I love, I'm just like, yeah, that's, I love that. <laughs> I do like that it is a um it's a it's a group effort of uh retreat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but also like the the vibe that Aquaman showed up and is actually trying to do something and that they all are witnessing this, him actually trying to you know, they're they're about to die from this water, but then they see you know, this guy, yeah. King Trident, <laughs> um, using magic powers to stop it. And it's like, oh, cool. So this is a really cool, a, another cool dynamic part of this team, um, especially in a moment of weakness where they are running away, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, seeing all them jump up on the Nightcrawler and kind of almost look helpless, you know? they're It's kind of a broken machine. Cyborg's got it, you know, duct taped together. And he's just oh, trying yeah. to scale the wall and... And I, I do have a, great. I have a note about him as well. But Cass, I want to ask you real quick before we we move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite Justice League member in in this universe, or like um, just just the superheroes? Um, in this like this team up specifically. Yeah, or, yeah, the in, the entire uh, Justice League in in this movie. I really like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Um, she's so good. Um, yeah. and I I like uh. I like Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, but I don't Mm -hmm. like his Batman as much. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but (laughs) it makes no, yeah, you are. I don't think you're alone with that, that, uh, that take at all. There are a lot of people who love him as the Bruce Wayne. I remember, I think we had Scott Corelli did, um, the, the 1% minute in, in Dawn of justice. And we talked so much about, how when he's Bruce Wayne, he really fits that Bruce Tim, you know, animated series Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne, of course. And then, you know, there's always a difference between, you know, an actor's portrayal of the character and, and a director's portrayal. So when that actor plays the same character in a different movie by a different director, sometimes you see a different um, kind of behavior mm-hmm. for the character. And, and of course, that's totally valid because when... Ben Affleck, quote unquote, is is Batman. It, it, you know, is it Richard Cetron who's the stunt double, or is it you know it's Zack Snyder wanting Batman to do a certain thing? 
So those creative choices define the character as well. And so yeah. a lot of times people go, it's it's not, it's perfectly fine to say, oh, I prefer Bruce Wayne as, uh, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne because that is him in that moment mm-hmm. defining the role. But of course, when it's, when it's Batman on screen, that's that's so many several people's involvement mm-hmm. creative creatively of what that character is going to do. So of course, absolutely. I think it's the uh, voice for me, like the the gravelly voice that he does when he's back, like in the suit. I'm like, I don't know. I and the I like <laughs> I like Christian Bale as Batman, but I don't like him as Bruce Wayne as much. So it's like it's flipped. I don't know. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I think Christian Bale is he only one time in and it was in begins was he able to play bruce wayne correctly mm. only for one scene that was it everything else was like oh you don't know what you're doing guy. <laughs> i i prefer i mean because i always think of like the uh which Bates is he bateman patrick i always get patrick bateman you know there's so many batemans and, and Bates. i always get which psychotic person he is what his name is in American mm. Psycho, mm. but I I still feel it. I feel it in Begins mostly. Now, when when we go into the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, I do feel like again, who, who his Bruce Wayne was has, has transformed a bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Christian Bale, Bruce Wayne, in, in Begins, I, I do feel like wow, really good start. And then yeah, it it, cha- it changes um, into something I'm not as much of a fan of, but. Um, but yeah, Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne is is phenomenal. At least, uh, you know, for what we have in, in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when, and, when you say when you say the gravelly, sorry, Mark, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh I'm no, just, no, no, I'm just curious. When you say the gravelly voice, are you hearing more of the actor doing that thing, or is it like? Um, because I feel like the more that I hear it and listen to it, especially when it's like turned on, it's the voice modulator that I'm hearing. And it's Ben Affleck, at least just talking in a lower tone. Mm. Um, but when you hear it, is it more like you're trying too hard, dude? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I think so. Like the the scenes in this movie where he's talking to um, Commissioner Gordon, um, and like he is fully in like the Batman persona. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, it it his. It's not stilted either. I think it's just like the the tone of voice that he's using. I don't really uh, vibe with. If I remember correctly, Mark, I don't think he had the voice modulator turned on when he was talking to Gordon. Yeah, yeah. We talked. We we mentioned it um, in the week after because uh, you know they, he was talking to Commissioner Gordon with all the other Justice League members that were there, but we never brought it up until the week after when we were speaking with Darren. That we talked about when when he chooses to voice modulate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so when he's talking to Gordon, it's it, it was like that thing of like whether or not he wants to be real. So when he's like yeah. Batman and nobody knows who he is, it's like voice modulators on. Mm-hmm. But when he's amongst his peers and he, you know, he's choosing he, to he's be real. He's still Batman. He still has yeah. to go into Then, yeah, then yeah. he talks he talks normally, but he talks like Ben Affleck. He talks like the Boston Batman. So <laughs> So that's what we're dealing with. Um, but um, going back to, to this minute here, it, we were talking about Cyborg. He, he's trying to start up the Nightcrawler uh, so that they can escape as a team. And I wanted to point out something that I really liked. You know, he's, he's telling the Nightcrawler, like, come on, like, get up and, and start moving. And if we think about last week's minutes where he, he's fallen into, he's 
he dove into the Nightcrawler, pierced right through it, um, kind of fused with it, and and, be, and assumed control of this Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um, I like to think, and I'm pretty, you know, I'd like to hear what you guys think. Uh, he's he's really communicating with this Nightcrawler in, in, by saying, like, come on now, because it's not like us where if our car doesn't start, that we're like, come on now, and we're just kind of yelling into the void. But, like, this is him truly communicating mm-hmm. And maybe the Nightcrawler's like, listen, man, I just put in an eight-hour shift. Why don't you try moving up the tunnel? Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't do this. Or even, like, whatever repair that he did to, like, the 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 inverted leg that happened before when it was overturned. Or oh, whatever. yeah. And it, like, maybe it's over. just, like I said, it's duct tape. Like, maybe he just, I don't I don't know, wrapped a couple tendrils around a, a couple of broken wires or something. And, like, it's just kind of s- strung in there, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe it is, like really difficult for him to i wonder if there's like a physical strain on cyborg this machine is like a part of him now right and it's broken and it's trying to lift up yeah and it's got to be um it's really cool my favorite thing about cyborg was when he called out to diana with such urgency like it's it's so crazy to think about like cyborg is the one that knows and actually sees the actual danger of what is happening right now like everybody is aware of this massive wave and now that there's a magic mermaid man saving them and stuff but like still cyborg's like we got we gotta go and uh one of my favorite things in dc comics is when the heroes do use each other's real names um it's just a more interpersonal connection that they have Mm -hmm. and coming from cyborg especially now in this movie at this moment where he only met her in person one time and yet felt like such a strong connection to this hero that in like a life-saving moment he is urgently calling out to her by first name to let's go we got, I'm trying to save you like Diana come on <laughs> like it was so real um i mean Ray Fisher really just like i, I don't know it's uh, one line of dialogue makes me go Oh, dude, I felt that, you know, like that was <laughs> that put me in the world that made me a part of yeah. you as cyborg in this character. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a part of me. I mean, I, I th- that I like about Diana waiting, I, you know, doing it minute by minute. I do think about it, whereas maybe watching it as a movie, I would just think like, oh, they're creating a sense of urgency. Like, Diana, get on the nightcrawler. Storm's coming. Better get home quick. And it's like, I, I think here, like maybe Wonder Woman is, is looking at Aquaman. You know, I, I understand that you are, are, are an Atlantean. I've, I've heard about you, but my our yeah. people are separated. And then of course the wave, he, he can't stop it fully, but he can postpone it. And then the wave takes him. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's a part of Diana thinking, I got to go save him. Yeah. I, yeah. I care about you. You know, my compassion yeah. would, would, you know, if I, if I care about flash and, and Batman and cyborg, are you too okay? I mean, you just showed up, but yeah, I'm a hero and I uh, and I care, I care about you. It's so, really cool to think about it as her just like caring even so much as just being surprised that oh, that's an Atlantean. Where'd the Atlantean go? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like another like mythical being kind of appearing where it's like oh, we're kin almost kind of you know. Yeah, I think too. Yeah. It it probably is like. Um, it's part of like her warrior background because like he just showed up and yeah. saved their life. 
their lives. So like she's like, oh, I have to like make sure that he's going to be okay because now we're all in his debt. Like he he saved <laughs> us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's definitely like, I at at this moment right here, Wonder Woman is, I think you know she's the heaviest hitter and the most hero out of all of them. Mm. Um, so also like the hesitation is just, I, I don't know, you know, she looked back. That's the whole point. Yeah. She, she made a point to run back to the thing and then take a point to, to look back to assess the situation and see what was going on. Um, it's just really powerful, powerful motion, powerful uh, notion, I guess, for the <laughs> character yeah, she, itself. She, she, she ha- she's in a position where she can do both and that's why i've always really liked wonder woman is that like i mean you have batman in this scenario who's just like if i don't get on this nightcrawler and get out of here i'm screwed yeah. so i need to be on here but wonder woman's in that in that kind of in between where she's not exactly on superman's level of just being like i could just carry the nightcrawler and fly out of here and we're all good we're all safe um or you know we know she can fly she can she can fly up out of this tunnel if she wanted to but she's in she's in a position where she can do both. She's kind of in peril, looking back. Aquaman, where do you go? Is he okay? Mm-hmm. And then when they're like, get on. Of course, she's like, yeah, of course I can get on. I can just hop on and and let's go. And you know the 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 wave is strong enough to force her to cement her position on the Nightcrawler with the sword. And so it she has a great balance of being in trouble, but also super strength, super strong enough to 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 um combat it in a way and in fight fight for survival so i just just a great um you know way to to utilize the character in my opinion so it's just fantastic i think it's funny Uh, that she stabs it because like the nightcrawler is already falling apart but she decided (laughs) that it's not broken enough so she's gotta stab it Yeah. yeah just completely stab into it Nightcrawler's probably talking to Cyborg like, "Help! I just been stabbed!" Oh, yeah. Whoa! Ow! Come on. <laughs> Cyborg has like the even galleon like sensors where he just feels like being oh, yeah, stabbed in his haptic. shoulder blade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. How, how how much more can we make Wonder Woman look badass? Well, she takes the sword and then stabs into the Nightcrawler to hold on. Uh, and they said, "Yes, do it. Film it." <laughs> Uh, cool. Always love this shot at the end with with them hanging on to Nightcrawler, and you have all three hanging on, and Batman's cape is just like fully extended, yeah. and, and it just... shoulders and arms out, like it's like, oh, that's a Batman right there. Yeah. <laughs> so really cool silhouette of him. Um, yeah, and then um, that, well, that's pretty much all I had for for this minute. So I don't know if anyone has um, anything else for this one. Uh, no, that does it for me. No, I'm good. All right, we're going to wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover our show as well. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can chat with us on Twitter at DCEU Minutes. And if you'd like to hear more bonus content, we also have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minutes.